The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Hello, guys. It's MMA fighter Chael Sonnen. Check out my podcast, You're Welcome, with Chael Sonnen every Wednesday and Friday right here at Podcast One. We cover the latest in mixed martial arts and everything else going on in the world of sport. Listen free to You're Welcome with Chael Sonnen, exclusively available on Apple Podcasts, at podcastone.com, and on the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. To Riggles Picks with Sarah Tiana and, and Rob Riggle. Yay, Rob Riggle, who's in an airport yeah. right now. That's right. Describe. That's right. I'm in the I'm in the Phoenix airport. I'm down <laughs> at baggage carousel, and I have got uh, my bags surrounded me, and I'm sitting outside the uh, ladies' restroom, um, <laughs> trying not to be too creepy, but I can't help it. Uh, I got sunglasses on and. Uh, a lot of people just decided to sit next to me, so I hope they enjoy the podcast live. <laughs> they're going to hear a one-sided podcast right now. I know. They're going to be like, this guy's just bizarre, and it's okay. I can live with it because I have on creepy sunglasses, like I said. So I hope you do I'm the totally, air. Totally careless. you got to do the ham horn way more. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I should just do it until people just get fed up and leave. <laughs> that would be so amazing. How are you? I am well. I am well, and uh, good talking to you. It's been too long. I feel. Yeah, it's been a little long. We, you know, we need to. Uh, we need more than once a week. I, I think. I know. To right? converse because there's so much crap going on in the world that we have to converse about. And once a week, I don't know. We might have to. We might have to double up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we might need to double up. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure our uh, listeners would love that. Just more of well, me we'll making the, yeah, fun we'll of you. The, we'll, yeah, we'll let the people decide. We'll let them decide. <laughs> I uh, I had a uh, a good relaxing week. I was I watched the Oscars on Sunday, as I'm sure you did. Ooh, nice, and, nice. And I and I, uh, I was very disappointed that you weren't nominated for anything. That was an unusual year. It was unusual that I wasn't nominated. <laughs> um, it's uh, it is tricky. Yeah. So you were one of the one of the ten people that watched, I guess. Huh? Yeah, I was. I was one of the ones. I watched the whole thing, and I saw the jet ski giveaway at the beginning for the shortest yeah. speech, oh. and I was very upset that you were not the one presenting the jet ski because, I mean, I know Dame Helen Mirren or whatever is attractive, but you are the jet ski aficionado, and you have a new show coming out called Jet Ski Academy, and I just felt like they took, they just, <laughs> I could hear the announcements in the background. <laughs> Ah, there's no hiding it. There's no <laughs> hiding it. I can't. I'm right here. I need to take a picture. I need to take a selfie of me. Uh, yes. In this, in, in sitting here by the women's commode. Yeah. Can you hear it? Oh, it's like from Washington just landed. But to go back <laughs> to what you were saying, um, <laughs> to go back to what you were saying, oh, I'm sorry, it was American flight. 
221, I believe. For <laughs> anyway, in case anybody was waiting for that flight to land. Um, yeah, no kidding. So I, I yeah, like to thank you. Thank you, by yes. the way, for acknowledging that and recognizing that. Um, yeah, I had... Uh, I had a, a show, I have a show that we're, we are in, currently in production on, mm-hmm. um, which the original title was Robert Little's Jet Ski Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I believe it's going to be Robert Little's Ski Master Academy because the jerks at Kawasaki uh, <laughs> and Jet Ski uh, decided they, you know, no, you can't use our name. You can't use, I can't use your name. I can't even say the word Jet Ski. What? According to their lawyers who, pou- who pounced on us. Like they were ready to sue, ready to go nuts. Uh, because what? of a, a small little digital show, which all we were going to do was raise their profile. Yeah. It's a great comedy, and but they papooed all over us, <laughs> and yet somehow, miraculously, at the exact same time, uh, Kimmel comes up with a jet ski bit yeah. that Kawasaki's all, all on board with. See, I think what happened was there's no stealing or like nefarious collusion going on here, per se, but I do think it's a, it's a small comedy world, as you know, Sarah, as you know, <laughs> and writers work on different projects. And as we're creating, uh, you know, as we were writing uh, uh, Jet Ski Academy, um, now Ski Master Academy, um, uh, I think people talk in this town and someone, the subconsciously the seed was planted. And one of Kimmel's writers, somebody just was like, what if we get away Jet Ski? Uh. And, and I think that's how it happened because it's, it can't be coincidence. That he does a jet ski bit at the same time I'm in production on, at the same time, because we're writing our shows at the same time, I think. Anyway, who knows? Yeah. I don't know this story. No one knows. I don't know what happened. Uh, or maybe just great minds think alike. I don't know. They are. But, they um, also, they, they cut it last minute, but they were doing a bit about Jimmy's daughter not being able to go out in the sun during the day. And playing guitar at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! By the way, you are the best. You are the best hype man in the business. You know that. I just put you up so I can tear you down in the future, and you know that. You are you are the absolute best hype man in the world. For, um, oh my God! I'm being invaded by walkers and wheelchairs right now <laughs> because you're in There's Phoenix. A whole group. I'm in Phoenix. I've never seen anything like it. Oh my God! Everybody's there's a huge dog pile right by my where I'm sitting, and it's all it's all oldies. <laughs> oh my God! I don't do well around oldies in the first place. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Yeah. You're gonna be okay. I don't know. I don't know. I want to cuss so bad. What's wrong with me? I just want to shock them. <laughs> just okay. do the ham horn anyway. and tell them to get out of the way. <laughs> The headline's now going to be Rob Riggle hates old people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rob Riggle hates old people. That's, Thank you, Chandler. I'm be honest, I, I can live with that one. I think <laughs> of all the of all the fake news ones, I think I can live with that one. Sarah Tiana loves old people. I just want everybody listening to know that. I hate Rob yeah. Riggle for hating old people. That's what I hate. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm sure all the all the true blue fans out there remember my stand-up special in which I spent a good ten minutes talking about how much I don't care for the old people. Oh yeah, uh, within within the set. So it's it's well established fact. It's not this is not breaking news. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's right. That was back when I never had a VHS player, so I never got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shots fired. fired. <laughs> Did you? Uh, what do you think about Kobe winning an Oscar? Why not? You know, I mean, 
who's next? Right? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I know. Well, it's, it's just like, nuts. It's like everybody really loves to talk about, like, who, like, Kobe has an Oscar, but so and so. Johnny Depp doesn't. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, right. fuck Johnny Depp. He doesn't need an Oscar. Yeah. He would just use it to hit a woman with. We don't need to give it's him so any more fun. weapons. <laughs> uh, here's the thing on that. I, it's so funny because as soon as he won, everybody went nuts in all different directions, right? Right. First, social media goes to town, just lighting up the world with... He has more Oscars than Tom Cruise. He has more, you know, just, you know, bashing all these actors and all this. Okay, fine. Great. Your point's made. Then everybody gets mad. Then the, then the Me Too movement comes out against him and demands that he gives it back. I think they had like 16,000 hits or something uh, saying he needs to give the Oscar back. and he needs, It should never never been given to him because of the allegations against him in 2003. And now he's being, it's, it's, it was unbelievable, the, the shitstorm, the set off. <laughs> and uh, it was just, you know, look, the guy, he won an Academy Award. It's Hollywood. Can you it imagine if everybody who had uh, been accused of something in Hollywood had to give back their Oscar? <laughs> like, no one would have an Oscar anymore. <laughs> no one. No one. <laughs> they just have to uh, st- it's, it's just nuts. Anyway, it's just, you can't, no matter, it's, what's slowly happening is it doesn't matter who you are, what you do, or where you're at, there's a line of people waiting to take a dump on you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you're and saying I, that's a bad thing. And I hope that's the takeaway from, for our listeners today. Yeah. Is I hope that, that that real positive thing that I just said resonates and they put that in their pocket and have a great day, everybody. <laughs> Well, we could talk about uh, something positive. Um, the uh, what about uh, the combine? Uh, Shaquem Griffin was at the combine. Did you uh, happen to see was that? that? Cool? Huh? Was that cool or what? That was, was. I thought that was amazing. It was literally to me. It's exactly what football needs. I feel like right now, just a, a good hero story and a guy. I mean, I loved his quote when he said, um, "Maybe I'm just so good I don't need two hands." You know, like oh, I just only need one. Attitude. Like maybe you're not good enough because you have both. You know, and yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, when I thought the twenty reps of two twenty five was already so amazing, but then when he ran the the 40 and like the fastest time in 15 years. Best time, ever, best time ever for a linebacker. Yeah. Best time ever for a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So for the people out there who don't know, um, uh, this gentleman, uh, has, he's missing his left uh, hand. Yes. Um, so it is his, I don't know the story behind it. I just know he's missing it. He's a big, strong, fast man, uh, who was at the NFL combine and NFL combine for those of you who don't know, is a place for teams to come and see uh, um, potential uh, players, you know, uh, prospects that are out there who want to get in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so they come out there and they, they do this series of tests. They run the 40, they lift weights, they do a vertical jump, they do a horizontal jump. You know, they go out there and they show their athletic skills, their athleticism. Uh, and you know if they if they have uh, if they hit certain numbers, all of a sudden they get they get on people's radar to make the NFL draft, which is huge. It's so it's a really cool it's a really important thing to do. And this guy goes in with missing a, with no hand and blows the combine out of the water with the fastest time ever for a linebacker. And then uh, like you were saying, 225 pounds 
he just jacked it out. He put on a fake uh, prosthetic hand and and bench pressed it twenty times, which that's no small feat. I mean, oh. I I do it obviously, yeah, but it's no small feat. Yes, with the help of four other people, you do it with the help of, with <laughs> the help of, with well, the help of his, four his, other men. Yeah, his twin brother Shaquille Griffin uh, plays for Seattle. And they showed uh, Pete, um, uh, the coach for Seattle. What's his name, Gary? Pete. Pete Carroll. Yes. White Pete shoes. Carroll. I always think Pete White shoes, and I know that his last name is not White shoes. Uh, yeah. They showed uh, Pete Carroll's reaction as soon as uh, Shaquem ran the the forty, and it, like he was like looking around, like did anybody else see that? Like he was so excited, and uh, <laughs> it was just so sweet. But apparently, Shaquem, so Shaquem and Shaquille are a minute apart or an hour apart in birth, I think, and apparently Shaquem. Um, like when he was in the womb, something, uh, wrapped around like the, um, the embryonic fluid or something wrapped around his hand. And so when he came out, he didn't have the, the use of it. And then when he was four years old, they finally removed it. So he hasn't had the hand his whole life. And when he was at the university of central Florida, you know, they're undefeated and, uh, you know, everybody's in central Florida or Florida is like, yeah, we know who this guy is, but kind of the rest of the world got to see him this last weekend. And I, for one had never seen him or heard about it. And I was just, I was blown away just by him benching 225 for 20 reps, uh, which is way more than most any, like anybody does. I don't, you know, most of the top NFL prospects have done 14 to 15. So for him to do 20, (laughs) With one hand, I don't know. It's it's probably one of the. It's just something I didn't expect. It's something you don't see, and I love the fact that when when it was time to shine, he did. And I and of course, Coach Carroll's got. He always has great energy. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's one of the most energetic guys. I think I think technically he's the oldest coach in the NFL right now, but you would never know it because. He has the most uh, youthful attitude. It's it's pretty awesome. By the yeah. way, I just looked it up. They had the exact same forty time. Oh, they did. According Shaquem to, and Shaquille. According to this video, I'm watching, and they superimpose them over each other. Four point three eight, both of them. Wow. One year apart. Crazy. A year. But so why are they a year apart if they were? Born? I'm still looking into that. I I don't. I, maybe maybe uh, maybe Shaquille or uh, Shaquem stayed at college a year longer. Oh, that could be true. That I, could I'm be not true. sure, but yeah, I, I'm still true. looking into it. I'm sure. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he is a, an incredible feat, and he's an incredible story, just like True Car. Uh, if you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with two terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for, but what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. If you're looking for a price that actually means something, introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your home. And how do you know if your True, pri- true Price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car you want and your certified dealers know this so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business so when you're ready to buy a new or used car visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience some features not available in all states that's my favorite part to say the end that is the best part. And by the way, can I say transition and add nailed, nailed, <laughs> Well, I was get you. Yeah, I was going to talk about how you can do this all by yourself. But um, I uh, did you see the Did you see the picture I just sent you? 
No. Oh my gosh. No. Sorry. I have the. Uh... Oh my I god. Yes, you really are by the women's bathroom, and you're wearing your Oakleys, <laughs> and you have wireless earbuds in. You look That's like right. a monster. Right. <laughs> I look like I look like the biggest douche. Say it. I, I can live with it. I know what I look like right are now. You I'm, I'm are you in douchebagistan, or are you just from there? Uh, I'm just the president, the, the current president. <laughs> Oh um, my gosh! Um, so speaking of speaking of sports, which we love to speak of, yes. Uh, and that, by the way, that was that is a good feel good story. So I'm glad we we got off the negative and got onto the positive <laughs> uh, because that is that is a good story, and I and I I'm glad we got to talk about it. Here's another great story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took my son to Royal Spring Training. Oh, nice! <laughs> every time I do, every time I do that, I scare these oldies. They literally, and then they glare at me. They, they give me that stink eye mm-hmm. that I usually get at church. Ugh, oh. That old person stink eye would do, that's like that glazed gray looking eye that they can't uh, really use anymore. Yeah, and it's a it's a harumph. It's a hmm, hmm, well, <laughs> sir, hmm, hmm. I can't believe they can even yeah. hear you. You should just be like, you're lucky you can I, I hear me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I know I'll be old one day. Not for like at least seventy years, but one day I'll be old. Yeah, long time from now. So my time will come. But um, I did take my uh, son to spring training, royal style. We do it every year, and it was amazing. Oh, uh, I, I I took him. We went up Saturday. We caught the game where they played the White Sox. Uh, before the game, though, we hung out with the Royals. George Brett. Gave my son, uh, Hall of Famer George Brett, um, uh, gave my son uh, a couple hitting tips and then pitched him a few balls. And, uh, so, you know, I'm get, he, my son's getting uh, batting lessons from George Brett, one of the greatest hitters of all time. The only person to win a batting title in three different decades. Oh, really? Um, and, yeah, That's 70, a cool fact. 80, and, the, and 1990. So he was, he's, he's, uh, he's the bomb. Dickety, I believe is the official. <laughs> oh, you're term. so hip, yeah. I, I got I throw out street talk all the time. Don't get alarmed by it. It's just I'm super hip. But uh, anyway, it was really cool. He, he got hit lessons from him. Unbelievable. Went to the game. Royals were playing great. Then all of a sudden, with two outs in the bottom of the sixth, the wheels came off. They had six unearned runs oh. against them with two outs. It was disturbing, but. <laughs> they still have a great team. They're still motivated. Salvi's still there. Gordo's still there. Whitfield's still there. You know, everybody's playing great. So I'm, I'm actually, if you were saying, oh, it's a rebuilding game, the Royals are going to be hurting, they're not going to be hurting. Uh, it may be tough uh, moments, but I think we're going to have a good team. There. Said it. Oh, and then the last day before we left on Sunday, who shows up? You got it. Bo Jackson. Oh. ESPN voted Bo Jackson the greatest athlete of the 20th century, and uh, he's the only person to be an all-star in Major League Baseball and football. Right. Uh, and he was the MVP of the 1989 uh, All-Star Game. So, I mean, the guy's for real. He's like, the Are you reading the best this? The no, I just, I just know my Bo Jackson. Just facts. rattling off Bo Jackson up? facts? Did I ever tell well, you that... Did I ever tell you that in 1993 in Calhoun, where I'm from, uh, we had this blizzard and uh, Bo Jackson got stuck on our exit and he had to stay the night. And it's literally 
the only thing people in my town still talk about. Like when they talk about famous people being from Calhoun, they're like, no, but one time Bo Jackson got stuck on our exit. <laughs> he had to stay at the Holiday Inn in Calhoun. And I'm, I'm sure that room is like more expensive to buy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they, they probably have a velvet roped off and didn't just look in. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't even stay in it anymore. You can only look yeah. in, see where Bo Jackson slept one time in 1993. <laughs> And they, they they never made the bed. Everything's the way that was left. <laughs> yeah, there's just a bow and arrow laying there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's a bow hunter, and his name is Bo. I mean, it kind of kind of fits. He should open. It. He should have his own line of bows. He should. He should. I don't know. Did Whoever he makes bow and arrows? Look into it. Did he have a nickname? No. No. I mean, Bo knows. Bo that knows. Was that was campaign. Man, remember all that? Late, eight, late, oh, late 80s and early 90s is all about Bo knows. Bo knows with the baseball bat over his shoulders and the half shirt. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, he was, the first guy, he was the first guy to snap a bat over his oh, that's thigh. Right. Over his thigh. Oh. Like a toothpick. He would snap a bat. I don't know if you've ever held a Major League Baseball bat. It's the same thing as holding a piece of steel. It's, yeah. it's nuts. It's so... And he would take it, and it, when he struck out, he would he would snap it over his leg as if it were nothing, as if it were a toothpick. He is truly one of the strongest, most powerful individuals you'll ever see. Like, even even all his peers speak about him with reverence and awe. Right. Even when he was in high school, when he was in high school, he won the state uh, decathlon, the championship, uh, oh. two years in a row, and he refused to do one of the events. And he still won. <laughs> He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He barely. He wouldn't run the mile. Oh, but he was he, homeschooled. Like, yeah, he's like. He goes, he so goes, he he won mile. for his homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just telling you. So he showed up the last he's day of spring training, or the last day that you were there. He, last day I was there, and uh, and he put on his Royals uniform again, and uh, I think he's doing some coaching or some ambassador work, if you will, for the Royals. And he was really nice to my son and. Uh, Trying wow. to bat for him, which normally he doesn't do, but I guess he did for us, and it was just a really cool experience. Did you, you know, get to meet him? Son and, yeah, of course. I Have you met him before? Him and, uh, I think I had met him. No, I take that back. This was the first time. This was the first time. Hmm. Yeah. What if he? Yeah, like, it was a really cool experience. What if he was like at baggage claim right now? <laughs> he and he's like, right now, who's that annoying you, guy think, making a ham horn sound? I think he would be really into me. I think he'd really dig it. I think he'd be like, he'd be like, Riggs, my, my friend, what's up? Riggs. I'd be like, take a step off, Bo. I'm, I'm doing my show. I think that's how it would go. Sure, 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 sure. Sure, that's how it would go. What? What? Yeah. You know, for some reason, it sounds like you don't believe me. Well, I don't. But you know what else Bo well, knows? Bear Mattress. Bear Mattress is designed oh, no. for optimal cooling, comfort, and muscle recovery so you can sleep better and perform at your best every day. Go to BearMattress.com, that's B-E-A-R Mattress.com, and use the promo code POD50, P-O-D-5-0. Take $50 off your new mattress. The Bear Mattress uses eco-friendly materials and was developed with insights from sleep experts, professional athletes, and engineers to create a super comfortable and supportive sleep that is up to seven times cooler than traditional foam mattresses. The Bear Mattress uses FDA-determined cellulant textile technology so your body can recover faster, sleep better, and improve performance. 
That's B-E-A-R mattress.com. Bear Mattress uh, is eco-friendly. It has a 100-night risk-free in-home trial, 100% money-back guarantee. Very important. That is 100% money-back guarantee. It ships right to your door. It's made in the USA. It has over 4,000 five-star reviews. And remember, the coupon is POD50, POD50 for $50 off any size mattress. Did that make you want to lay down and take a nap? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I dozed off in the middle of that, and then I came. I woke right back up when you said the fifty dollars off the five fifty. So I was like, "Boom!" You like you love so, a good deal. I do. You know me. I don't. I don't sleep through value, friend. <laughs> through value. Um, <laughs> I wanted to uh, talk to you about this because I, I don't really know a lot about MMA or UFC, whatever it is. But Canelo yeah. Alvarez, which one is he? Is he in uh, MMA or UFC? I don't know. He's he, well, he's an MMA fighter, right? Oh, okay. But UFC is is the league. Oh. MMA just stands for mixed martial arts. Oh, I so see. It's, it's, <laughs> MMA is the style. UFC is the league. <laughs> I know just as much about that as I do about college basketball. So <laughs> apparently he tested positive for PEDs which are performance-enhancing drugs, in case anybody doesn't know that. Uh, Chandler, Chandler, because I had to explain it to her earlier. (laughs) I don't take those drugs. How would I know the street name? She takes other street drugs. Um, So he tested positive, Rob, and then he, uh, he blamed the Mexican beef that he eats as to why he... Like, he said that the beef has steroids in it, so that's probably why he... <laughs> tested positive, and I just wondered: A, can my nickname be Mexican Beef? Uh, B, okay. uh, do you believe him? Uh, a, yes, and <laughs> B, B, that is a that's a that's a hard one to believe. I'm not saying it's impossible, right? But all of a sudden, he's the first one this has ever happened to, right? Like, I, I, he's all. I mean. This has never happened in the history. And all of a sudden, it's just happened to him. And he got it through osmosis. And yeah. He got it through some you know, through secondhand. I mean, trickle down theory. I, I don't know. <laughs> trickle I, I down. Mean, do you think, what, what do you think the odds are? I mean, honestly, play the odds. Just be a Vegas guy for once. Play the odds. What are the, do you think the odds are that he got it from Mexican beef, and it somehow it got through it into digestive. Through all that, all that digestion got into his bloodstream at the doses that it could be that it could be identified in a test. Or do you think that he is in a hyper competitive sport that is ultra violent and probably took some PEDs to uh, win uh, so he could be uh, more competitive and win more money? I don't know. I don't know either. It would be. I, I mean, know. first of all, I like. I mean, obviously, like. You could you get hormones from beef, you know, because they're injected with hormones. That's why young girls in America have bigger boobs and are getting their periods younger and younger because they're exposed is to way that more hormones. Huh? Is that what you're blaming it on? Is that what you're blaming it on? Your jealousy with girls and young boobs uh, getting bigger. Listen, Rob, I have to attribute it to something. Um <laughs> When they're perky, I'm murky. Uh, <laughs> I just made that I up. I saw your coffee t-shirt. mug. You don't, you, you don't have to. T- I've seen your coffee mug and your T-shirt. <laughs> I, <laughs> that made Chandler uh, 
laugh, which is all I've ever oh, I wanted. Um, I don't. I mean, I would. I would want to honestly just take a drug test and see if I had any PED. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's like a fun experiment to see. Like, well, do you? But let's go back to square one. Do you eat a lot of Mexican beef? No, I haven't eaten it ever. <laughs> Unless so I, that's I what they serve think... at Mexican restaurants. I, well, no, not in America. Oh. It all has to be USDA approved. Okay. Well, what if I eat a bunch of Mexican beef and then take a test? What will happen I'm, then? I like the sound of this, and I like where this is going. <laughs> so I say, I say we get you uh, 10 pounds of Mexican beef that you have to eat over a week period, and then at the end of the week, you have to take uh, a, a drug test. And let's see how it pans out. I'm interested. Is that something we could do, Gary? Oh, I'll go buy some Mexican beef. Right How do you now. even buy Mexican? You can't. Leave I will Mexican. figure it out. We'll I do not care. This is amazing. You can't even ship alcohol in the mail, but you, we think we can import beef from Mexico. You can ship anything in the mail. This is actually this is, right. Oh, listen, yeah. Chandler. We live in L.A. I'll listen, drive. Chandler. You'll drive. Say, uh, why don't Gary, it's not that far. Gary and Chandler, Gary and Chandler, hop in, hop in, uh, hop in a car and El just go down to Tijuana. Go down, get ten pounds of uh, Tijuana beef, and bring it back. Easy peasy. <laughs> If I am not here for the podcast next week, it's because I died on Mexican beef. Like, you can't even drink the water, but I love that the beef down there is totally fine. You just might get bigger muscles and your testicles might shrink. Part of Canelo's excuse, by the way, with the beef, he moved out of Mexico and moved to America. He's like, well, I'll fix this. Uh, So now he's going to be living and training in the U.S. as a result of this. Oh, so he's moved because of the beef. So he claims. Oh, right. Like he didn't already have a house here or something. Uh, I think um, this is important, Sarah. <laughs> I think this is, this is important for science. I think it's important maybe to clear an athlete's name. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we could. I think you're going to be doing a lot. This is really important work, so I'm glad you're – way to step up. Thank you. You know, that cur- takes, takes a lot of courage. And I'm not kidding. I'm to- I would totally do that. If we could get the beef, I would eat a bunch of it and take a test and see what happened. Well, and look, if you if you did that and did pop positive, then I would definitely be I would definitely give credence to this fighter's claims. <laughs> okay, but until then, no credence. It, until then, he's suspect. Um, there. Just speaking, I'm going to stay on the food topic. Uh, J.R. Smith yeah. got suspended one game for throwing soup at Cavs assistant <laughs> assistant coach Damon Jones, and. <laughs> Why does that make me laugh? I don't, I don't know. Because throwing soup at anybody is so, like, you're like, it's is ridiculous. it hot soup? Was it cold soup? Was it a can? The best part of this story has been the internet freaking out about what kind of soup what it kind is. What kind of soup? Yeah. yeah. Barstool did a super long story on the options and what the most likely, they, they settled on uh, gazpacho being the most likely soup. For J.R. Smith, no, gazpacho? Apparently. No. no way. No way is it gazpacho or whatever, because that is a cold nasty soup. <laughs> These guys are athletes. They need hearty. I think it's a tomato. I think they were having grilled cheese and tomato Ooh, soup. I was going to say that. And I think uh, or that or a beef vegetable. But he's not going to waste the time throwing any kind of chicken broth <laughs> on a coach. So that's yeah. not going to stain. It's not going to make an impact. You want, you want something tomato-based or vegetable beef. There, I've said what? it. <laughs> you said it. You put your foot down. In the world of soup, <laughs> you're done. I'm done. I put it down. This is like I'm like I'm imagining a, just a can of soup, like him throwing like 
just a whole can of like chunky soup, Wait, like, like an the unopened? big one. Yeah, like, like an, an unopened, unopened can of soup. <laughs> yes. No, is that okay? I maybe I'm a just a terrible person. Um, yeah, yeah. Remind me never to get into a fight with you. <laughs> Throw a whole can of soup that you could kill somebody that way. I'm sure they were sitting there having a debate. It got out of hand. Like, you know, when you and I get into a debate about who the, who's the best team or whatever, and the, and uh, the, whoever, the assistant coach got the upper hand or made more logic or, you know, did something, mm-hmm. and um, there was no out. The, the only out was to take the food in front of him and dump it on him. And I'm, I'm sure that's how, it, that's how it played out. Again, I wasn't there, and I know nothing about this, but that's my best, my best guess. Are you sure you weren't there? Because you seem to know all the details. <laughs> I've been in too many of these food fight situations. I know how, I know how they come about. Have you been in it? Have you ever thrown food at somebody? Yes. <laughs> You're like, I just threw my sandwich at the old lady next to me. <laughs> I, just, I, just took a, I just took a pudding and just slinged it. <laughs> You just ate through eight Werther's Originals at the old lady next to you. No, in eighth grade uh, at Indian Creek Junior High, um, the lights used to flicker off. And when they would go off, it would flicker, flicker, and then they'd go out for like three to five seconds, and then they'd come back on. It was the weirdest. I don't know what it was. It would happen maybe two or three times a year. And every time it happened, the school would go nuts. Because it was almost like a warning. It'd go, ding, 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 ding. And it started flickering. And everybody would go, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then all, everything, all lights went out for three to five seconds. Pitch black. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have any windows in our junior high. And everybody would just scream bloody murder. Well, one, one year, it, it, it flickered. And then it went out. And I was in the cafeteria. And everyone, ah! And, you know, they usually scream cuss words. And I, would, I, I grabbed a cobbler off the tray next to me. And I screamed, eat shit. <laughs> and I threw, it, I threw it across the cafeteria in the darkness. <laughs> and then sure enough, the lights, the lights came back on, and everybody was sitting there covered in food. <laughs> <laughs> everybody had the same thought I did. Oh, so other people threw as, as well. Oh, yeah, everybody went nuts because the lights were off. There were no witnesses. There was was no law. For five seconds, there were no law. You could scream cuss words. You could scream cuss words. You could throw food. You could do anything you wanted for that five seconds. But it was was unpredictable. Sometimes it was three. Sometimes it was five. Never knew. You had to do it fast and furious. Oh, that sounds so fun. I don't know if I've ever just thrown food, like food, like Maybe playfully. I just feel like I haven't lived, to be honest. So I need to eat, try Mexican beef and throw food at somebody. I think that's my goal Listen, this I week. Think, I, think there's, I think there's a way we can accomplish both of those things. <laughs> at once. <laughs> yes, I really do. Um, you know, if you're talking about accomplishing things and multitasking, why don't we talk about um, the Microsoft Teams? Can we do that for a second? Because the Microsoft Teams is a hub. Uh, for teamwork in, in Office 365. I don't know if you knew that or not. Didn't. All right. Yeah, Microsoft Teams. It's a digital workspace. Unbelievable. Uh, where teams can create and collaborate. And just so you know, there's so much to look forward, uh, with so much to look after. Wouldn't it be great if there was just one place to look? Well, think about it. you got, you got all your multitasking, but what if you could just go to one place? Teams on Microsoft is a single workspace where you can work, share, and connect uh, with the people in your work life. Teams bring together your chats, 
meetings, files, and apps all in one place. Take teamwork where you work. Like today, I could have it with me right here outside the commode in the Phoenix airport, <laughs> right, if I wanted. So whether you are uh, uh, sprinting towards a deadline or sharing you know, your next big idea, teams can help you and your team achieve even more. Microsoft Teams in Office 365. Visit office.com slash teams to learn more. That's just a cold hard fact. Those are cold hard facts. Did you happen to, speaking of offices, did you happen to see Roger Goodell's 40-yard uh, dash in, in an office? Uh, I did. I saw a video of it. And by the way, i got to say, Roger is in his 50s. Right. And he was wearing a suit. Yes. And he managed to run a 5-4-40, which, taking the suit, taking the indoors, taking the footwear, and taking the age, I'm impressed. I was really I'm impressed, impressed, too. Because yeah. uh, you said footwear, because I was like, I heard, like, click, clack, click, clack. Like, he was wearing, like, <laughs> hard-soled shoes. Right, right. And that's a dangerous proposition. You're running in hard-soled shoes on a wood floor at that speed and at that age. That's a recipe for hip replacement right there. <laughs> yes. And he, he he dodged that one. He dodged that bullet and delivered an amazing time. So, you know, by the way, that is our good friend, Rich Eisen. That's kind of his. I know. His, uh, br- his brainchild and, and, and his annual thing that he does to raise money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital, which he does an amazing amount of work yeah. for them. and. He raised one hundred fifty thousand this year for it, and he ran the the forty in less than six seconds. So that was really good as well. He wanted to amazing to best six seconds, and he did that. So, I, what what do you That's think amazing. you and would? By the way, and like, and I, did you see? By the way, speaking of that, uh, um, Belichick, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time, was at I guess at the combines or something. But anyway, where Rich does his sprint mm-hmm. and walked over and and cut him a personal check. Yes. Uh, did you see that? Yes. I was, on, it was on the, I was so impressed with that. I thought that was such a great gesture and, and well-deserved. So congratulations to Rich Eisen. Anyway, go ahead. You were saying. I was going to ask you what you, your 40 time would be, or have you ran it before? Like, do you know what your time would be? Can you believe this? No joke. In high school, I ran a 4-5-40. No way. Yep. I, I was a defensive cornerback. I was fast. Uh, but that was that was when I forty was, years ago. Yeah, no, it wasn't forty years ago. I mean, it was forty feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty feet. <laughs> okay, everybody's a joker right now. Everybody's, getting everybody. everybody's having a good time. Big party. Big party. Unreal's <laughs> cake. Piling on. Uh, <laughs> uh, but today, if I had to run it, like if I had to run it, to, I need some training. I need some training. But I think I could get it. I think I could do it in, uh, God, five and a half. Really? You think you could do it in five and a half? That's really fast. I believe he could run it faster than Roger Goodell. I think I could run it at five. I think I could run it at five and a half, but I don't know because I've been been drinking and smoking and gambling a lot lately, so I don't know. (laughs) You have? I don't know what my current like. If I had to do it today, I don't know what it'd be. But if, give me, give me a month. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I'd be there. I want, see. I always wonder how you train to be faster. Like I feel like being fast is like inherent. No, no, no. There's, there's, oh, you, you can improve your cardio. You can improve your leg strength. You can improve your 
your, uh, your, your jump out of the gate. It's all about getting up to speed, getting up to your top speed as fast as you can, and then cruising. Okay. That's why when you watch like the 100-yard 100, 100 sprint in the Olympics and stuff, it's all about how they come out of the blocks. Like Usain Bolt, he used to get up to his top speed within 20 yards, and then he would just be on, he would be on cruise control from then on in. It's all about getting to your top speed quickly. Wow. Especially in the 40. So explosiveness <laughs> out, of the, out of the block. Explosiveness out of the block. That sounds... Yep, that's, my, uh, that's on my coffee mug, and it's on my T-shirt. <laughs> explosive, explosive out of the block. That sounds like <laughs> diarrhea, but okay. Uh, <laughs> but that makes By the sense. Way, you say that about everything. You say everything sounds like diarrhea. <laughs> but that's because everything you say sounds like diarrhea coming out of your mouth. <laughs> um, and that's just me being honest and nice and a good friend. Um, I feel like if somebody doesn't tell you... Who else? You know, I know well, Patrick well, Schwarzenegger I, isn't going to tell you the truth. I mean, I guess I should say thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of explosive uh, diarrhea, I feel like uh, Ed Hockley probably has that as well, and uh, which is why I'm glad he's retiring. Did you see that he's retiring? I saw that he and that other uh, really uh, recognizable referee, Jeff, somebody, Triplett or something like that. Oh, Jeff Triplett's retired. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so there's two, two major, uh, uh, very familiar faces. Ed Hockley, for those of you, you guys will, uh, and gals will remember, he is the referee with the huge uh, twice pipes hanging off his shoulders. Oh, I was like, I didn't know what you were going to say term. after you said huge. <laughs> I was <laughs> well, hoping it was going to be something else. else. <laughs> uh, he, has, he has really big uh, biceps. Uh, performance enhancing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's a lot of Mexican beef. But he's got huge guns. And uh, he was, and he, whenever he would call something, it always looked like he was putting just a little bit of flex on it. You know, if it was first down, and he'd point. It's almost like a, and there it is for the ladies, once good. Now we're moving on. <laughs> I want to give somebody the nickname Mexican Beef besides me. I feel like it has to be somebody. <laughs> Too bad Aaron Hernandez isn't still in the league because that would be a great nickname for him. But he's gone. Uh, um, right. I got to get back to hockey league now. He, oh, yeah. uh, he, had the big, he had the big biceps. Does that impress girls? Be honest. I don't like big big bulky guys like that like to me that's like i i just uh, i mean the only good thing about like i have a friend who's a wwe wrestler so and he's you know kind of bulky and i'm always like well he could pick me up like that's kind of like the one thing where you're like pick me up pick me up you know <laughs> i used to say that to uh to like any professional athlete that i met i remember uh, blake griffin was in montreal one year and he was doing stand-up and he he loved roasting and the roast battles and stuff and i saw him and he's just ginormous you know and i was like yeah. pick me up pick me up and he's like oh i hurt my back and i was like that's an excuse chris chris paul would do it and um <laughs> He didn't do it, but he I bought me a drink. You just want to be, you just want to be picked All up. I want to do in life pick is be picked up. up. Pick me up. Pick That's all I want. Just pick, pick me up. up high above your head like Dirty Dancing because oh, I oh want to just God. feel little. I'm so little. I'm just so little. Oh, That's all a girl that That's really like awesome. A little curvy wants. We just want to be picked up. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's so then the, the twice pipes are impressive a little bit. A little bit. I actually have a picture with him because I met him at the uh, like a Carolina Panthers game one year, and I got my picture taken with him. It was like the one, 
the only person on the field that I wanted a picture with. Like, not Cam Newton, not anybody. Just like, oh my God, there's Ed Hockley. <laughs> Got to get a picture. I used to. That would be awesome. I used to have a coach, uh, and when we were in the weight room, his his favorite thing was because uh, we'd always end on by doing curls. And go, all right, do the curls for the girls. <laughs> and I, I always thought, okay, I guess they like that. I don't know. I don't. But again, I was a teenager. What do I don't? I still don't know what girl ones, but. That's why I asked the question. That's why you've never done the curls, yeah. That's why I never did them. <laughs> never, never done them, <laughs> ever. Uh, just always uh, leg day for Rob. Always leg day. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Um, we have some fan questions. Can, mm, go ahead. Oh wait, wait, wait! Um, before I forget, though. Uh, you know, it is March, my friend. It is. We are a week away from March Madness. Oh, yeah. You know this? Mm-hmm. March Madness is about to kick off, and you and I, I think, along with everybody else in podcast world, I think we're going head-to-head in the brackets, yes. my friend. And I know college basketball, <laughs> yes. so I plan on winning. And I'm going to be <laughs> rolling the dice. <laughs> <laughs> and I promise you, you'll be way better. <laughs> um, um, but just so you know... Um, our friends at uh, BetDSI uh, are putting together a whole package, a whole bracket thing for us. Did you know that? I did know. I, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I haven't gotten to see it yet, but I'm really excited to see it. Because other people can play yeah, against I mean, us too, right? I think so. I mean, yes, we have to ask yes. Gary, but, but I think that's the case. And, and we're talking, look, March Madness goes, I mean, you've got, you've got all the, like, Big Ten, all the different conferences, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, uh, all these things. You know, they're, they're rolling in the March Madness. they got their own tournaments. Um, top teams are getting ready to be set. They're debating who's going to be who. But at BetDSI, uh, because they are the best online sports book, BetDSI, they have over 20 years in the business, right? Uh, top-rated business uh, on review sites. Um, they also have an easy-to-use, fast-playing interface. Um, bet games as they go. You get live in-game wagering options now and throughout the tournament think about that keep it going you can hot action every day is what i'm saying make plays throughout the entire game and the event uh great customer service 24 7 365 built reputation on fast payment of winnings and we talk about this every time but pay me pay me. show me the money give me my cash mf um, <laughs> register, <laughs> uh, register now and you'll get 200% member bonus by using promo code MADRIGGLE and tune in during the next few weeks to learn more about that DSI million dollar bracket challenge that's a million dollar bracket challenge don't sit on the sidelines like a jerk this March get into the madness use promo code MADRIGGLE and start winning today that's just a cold hard truth Mad and if I sounded like a if it sounded like I went down in tone, it's because everything around me got real silent, and all <laughs> these people are listening to my to my bed BSI ad. So now I'm now I'm giving someone I'm giving someone the air pistol. Uh-oh. I'm going down. I'm doing this, and I they're bet. just staring at me. It could be the Arizona anyway. coach that wants to get in on the betting. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call added value bet BSI. Yeah, added value. Yeah, you're it's a live read in front of a live audience. There you go. Because uh, uh, all these people around here are loving it. <laughs> there's, one, there's one guy who just keeps staring at me. <laughs> and he's huge. He's huge. It, I don't know if he's just angry with my volume or he just doesn't like the cut of my jib. Well, but one way or another, he's going to beat me to death, I can tell. Tell him you have Tourette's. 
I can't keep using that excuse. I use it all the time. <laughs> um, well, I guess we should maybe do a couple questions from fans, and then uh, we can yeah. let you sit in the airport a little bit longer after this phone call and just think about what you've done. Okay, um, I will. So what... I got to apologize to all these people. I got to apologize to all these people around here. So it'll take a while. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, this guy, Mesa, at Mesa. Well, that's how you get that Twitter handle. Just Mesa, M-E-S-A. That's pretty good. Mesa, Mesa. That is pretty good considering it's a city. Yeah. You got, you got the whole city at the city? Okay, so the that's city baller. of Mesa, Arizona wants to know <laughs> when wiping... Is it better to do the traditional front-to-back or the new reach-in and pinch, as the great Pete Holmes suggests? I'm sorry. Are we talking about wiping your back door? Yeah. What about wiping your butt? It's time out, right? Yes. This is what the city of Mesa sent us this question. I don't think it's the city of Mesa, but I'm just going to pretend like it is. I <laughs> didn't know that there was a reach-in and pinch Method. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> never. As you're sitting next to the women's bathroom, yeah. can you just stick your head in there and ask? Well, I'll just wait till the next person comes out and I'll ask. <laughs> oh my God, and I wonder. I'll, and then I'll, be, then I'll be escorted from the premises. <laughs> Who is the next person that's going to be walking out? I just like, <laughs> I can only imagine just some lady with a walker and you're like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> One question. Okay, here's what, I, here's, here's what I will do. I will totally describe the next person that comes out. <laughs> I won't ask them the question, but I will totally describe the next person, who I would have asked if I had any courage. Okay. Um, so I think, uh, I think um, traditional wiping is the way to go. It's worked for, it's worked for millennia, uh, and I think uh, there's no reason to go, uh, go changing, that, uh, changing that pattern. Are you um, a wet wipe person? Um, it's a, you see, you're talking about all kinds of different extremes. When you're talking about day to day, no. When you're talking about am I am I in the field? Am I out in in the in the field? Uh, meaning like the old Marine Corps days? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought I'm you meant just taking like a dump there. in a field. <laughs> well, everybody does that, right? People still do that, right? I guess so. It went in Arizona. Pull off the side of the road. People just pull off the side of the road and go take a dump in the desert. <laughs> Is that I what you're be, talking about? The, spring training in that field? <laughs> you imagine? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. The next person just walked out was a 20-something woman with a backpack. Uh, she looked like a, someone who's hiking through Europe, um, and she was in a full sprint as she ran out of the bathroom. <laughs> so she must have made a mess in there. Well, she probably didn't wipe at all. That's probably what her answer would have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was. At the, at the rate she was moving, she, something happened in that bathroom. She was literally she was fleeing the scene. <laughs> He's running out of the bathroom. Who runs out of the bathroom? You're usually running I in. I don't know. Not I know. out. That's, unless you did something terrible in there. <laughs> Is it a one-person bathroom? No, it's a big old, uh, you know, airport bathroom. <laughs> she, she was in a hot sprint. She, her backpack was shaking. It was shaking back and forth, and she ran across. That's her. I love how you use the word hot in front of everything instead of, like, it's your favorite <laughs> adjective, I think. <laughs> she was in a hot sprint, hot whiz, hot douche. <laughs> like, just like. Hot makes everything better. Come on. <laughs> we got to have that as the next promo code, just like hot wriggle. <laughs> Yeah. Or uh, hot we'll douche. Put in the promo code hot douche. 
Well, listen, uh, Mesa, thank you so much for your question. It's yeah. been wonderful yeah. talking about taking a hot D uh, yeah. and, how, and how to, uh, hot D is uh, obviously abbreviated for hot dumb. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but we enjoy talking about wiping. That's wonderful. So what other, what other questions? Uh, this one says, uh, what is your superpower or what superpower do you wish you had? Do you have a superpower, well, Rob? I, 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 I mean, I have, I have one, but what I wish they were, I wish they were flight, the power of flight, or invisibility. Well, you can only have uh, one. You can't have both of those, can you? Well, no, they're asking what, what do you want and what do you have. And I, I have one of those and I want the other one. You're definitely invisible. I haven't seen any of your movies. Wait, wait, so you can fly? Is that what you're saying? That's your super. I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm going to let the, the, it's not for me to tell everybody. I'm just letting you know I have one and I want the other one. Do you know uh, that, that there's a true story? I was on a date one time, and the guy, um, like the, the tire broke or whatever. Um, I tell the story in my act, so if anybody's seen it. But, like, the tire broke, and the guy, like, I mean, I don't know what tires do. But, anyway, so we're just, like. It went flat. Whatever. It was just, like, I'm <laughs> off. I'm done. If you guys want to have fun, go ahead. Uh, so the guy doesn't, like, know how to work the jack or whatever. And uh, so uh, he asked me to do it, and I was like, "No, we haven't had dinner yet." And I, but I didn't know what a jack was either. And then, um, and then uh, this guy can't figure out what to do, so he decides to lean down and try to pick up the vehicle. Look, Rob's oh. not reacting because he's like, "How high did he pick it up?" That's what Rob's thinking. <laughs> like, <laughs> he tried to pick up the drunk? vehicle with one hand, like he was going to hold the car up with one. No, I hope not. He was driving. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, is he stupid? What? I don't get this. Does he really think he has powers? I, I, I think that that was just his next reaction. Was just like, oh, I'll try to pick it up with one hand. You know, maybe he had been eating Mexican beef. Maybe you know, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but just the thought process of like how a man, like you're not going to call AAA. You're going to try to. You're, you're hoping, like, some Hellboy elbow is going to emerge from your arm and you can pick mm-hmm. up a vehicle. And I feel like um, men constantly think that they're, like, a superhero, becoming a superhero is still, like, an option. Like, it's like if I just hit the gym a couple more days or, like, stare through walls, stare at a wall long enough. This is why I always think that men are just staring off into space, and you're like, what are you thinking about? And they're not thinking about anything because they're just trying to stare through the wall. So they're not lying, right. and they're like, nothing. I'm going to say that you're about 70% right. <laughs> and, you are. And what part you're am I right? You're right that we still think we... Uh, like, I think that in, an, in a true emergency, life or death, somehow I would get that hyper-super energy where... Like if someone was a family member was trapped in their car, I needed the I needed the, the super strength. I feel like I could somehow lift enough that someone could slide out from underneath it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I think most I think most people think that too. Like like when you get that super adrenaline rush or whatever, right? They get the superpower. So I think it could. I think it could. Like I think you're right. I think guys do think about somehow someday getting that superpower. But I think the other thirty percent of the time, maybe more than this, they're thinking about sex. 
Well, because <laughs> you're talking about a guy staring out into the distance yes. with a slack jaw. Yeah, yeah. That that's generally there are one or two things: superhero or sex. Oh, okay. So those two things that they're thinking about, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or having sex with a superhero. Right. Definitely. Uh, what? Uh, so before we go, guys, I just wanted to update you on some some uh, late breaking news that you two don't even know. Uh-oh. Uh oh. There is going Uh-oh. to be a podcast one Sportsnet bracket challenge for March Madness, and all of our fans can play along. And Shaq has called us out and wants what? to compete with our audience. So watch oh. Sarah and Rob's uh, social media. We'll tweet out the link. It's a it's a Yahoo group. Wow, really? Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Watch we need that. a Wriggles pick champ, and you know, we'll get him a belt or something. What do they know about basketball? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, friends, friends, friends. The the gauntlet has been dropped. Yeah, by Mr. Shaquille O'Neal, and I gladly pick that gauntlet up and I accept the challenge. Yeah. Wriggles picks fans will smoke his fans in the bracket. That is my pledge. That is my word. I'm out. <laughs> you just hang up. <laughs> that would be so funny. I'm like, Rob, but we were going to, okay, um, <laughs> we're going to hot smoke you guys in the uh, bracket. Uh, that is so fun. That's going to be, all right, so now the, the challenge has been, accepted. what does Shaq know? Shaq doesn't know anything except about, like, whatever, that gold bond stuff treatment and the, ge- and the general insurance. the general he, knows a little about that. he doesn't yeah. know he doesn't know how to do anything Shaq but commercial anything about basketball i know and his son is like going into <laughs> basketball stuff yeah. he doesn't know anything i think That's our right. fans definitely could beat Shaq in anything mm-hmm. honestly but especially yep. a basketball bracket um, challenge accepted <laughs> mr o'neill <laughs> Oh, it's so fun. I wish you were here, but next week you and I will be back in the same room together so I can make fun of you to your face and not behind yes. your back. I know. Um, and I'm sure Gary will post that picture I just sent to to uh, Sarah and Jan. Yes. Um, and uh, so you can see the truth about where I was today. I also, I'm only, I'm just sad you didn't get a video of the lady coming out of the bathroom. I know, I, you running. know, I thought about it, and I thought, I can't invade someone's privacy like that, so I can't do that. But I thought about it, just so we're all on the same page. Okay, well, next time, chase her and see where she's going. <laughs> and then, or maybe chase her, and then people are like, oh, that's why she's running, because she's being chased. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's all like... All right, well, hey, yeah. uh, go. I was just saying, my dog runs really fast whenever he has poop stuck to his butt. So maybe that's what, <laughs> what she was doing. But I don't know. He tries to, like, run I it off. How, I love how much that made Chandler laugh. That <laughs> makes me so happy. I think awesome. She and I are just imagining some European yeah. chick racing out of the bathroom just, with poop stuck to yeah. <laughs> See, that, and you talk about, guys, I told you what guys think about when they're sitting there staring at the distant slack job. And that's what girls were thinking about when they <laughs> yeah. were the Yeah, we're like thinking that. about how we're so glad we're not that other girl. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but you're slowly like, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> Toilet paper on the foot. Been there. Um, all right. Well, have so much fun in uh, in Phoenix or uh, wherever you are in the wide world. And uh, we'll be back next week. So if you have more questions, please tweet at Rob and I. And uh, rate and review us and subscribe. Tell your friends uh, when we get more listeners. Please. Maybe we Please will. Please do it. Yeah. We need more people to uh, to do this March Madness thing. So let's make sure we all get on board with that and kick Shaq's 
booty. Yes. Let's <laughs> do this thing. All right. I'm Sarah Tiana. I'm Rob Riggle. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect human, hidden cameras in her hotel room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.